1: Hey, 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 Rich Wilson here once again with another edition of Insane in the Membrane.
2: Insane in the
1: Membrane. This week, I have the mighty Scroobius Pip, who uh, came to my house in uh, beautiful Leon He lives just up the road, so he was like, yeah, I'll come down, I'll have a chat. And he was brilliant. He just walked in, he said hello, he sat down, and he started to chat. Very open, honest, very talented man. And it was a pleasure to be in his company. He's a, he's a, he's a force of nature. Beautiful man. And uh, you'll hear that uh, on the podcast. So there uh, you go. Scroobius Pip. I was looking at seeing who Brock Lesnar was this morning. Yeah. He's a what a... I man. love it. I love yeah. all those
3: things. I love... MMA and wrestling yeah. and football are all ways that b- b- blokes can sh- show emotion yeah, and not man. feel bad about you're it. Really, like, right. f- football's always been the prime... Oh, one for me. I've been going to Millwall since I was five years old, four or five years old. And um South London, it's proper, it's hard <laughs> blokes, it's serious men, yet they'll be in tears. I remember being at Wembley and me, m- me old man, and all these hard South yeah, London men, yeah, yeah. all in tears, all hugging each other, all kissing each other. <laughs> and it's like, that's great. I, yeah. Like You can hate on f- on, f- on football a lot for particularly with Millwall, where there's been hooliganism racism yeah, all this yeah. horrible shit but the positive there is undeniable as well of that kind of that it allows men that maybe wouldn't show emotion normally oh, or absolutely. traditionally yes. it's allowed men that wouldn't normally show emotion to show emotion and i'm a big believer in the fact that all emotions are, are really important absolutely. for us to yeah. feel and right. it sounds stupid but i remember <laughs> when we were in the playoff finals at Wembley against Scunthorpe and um, Gary Alexander scored one of the best goals I've ever seen in my life and yeah. we're, uh, we're winning and in my mind we were going up like we've right, never yeah. been in the top league and we were going <laughs> up this is it and they got t- t- two goals before I think in injury time even and it wow. was over so that roller coaster of emotion because again it is only football but if you've followed that season yeah that's eight nine months of that's something that's really meant something to you, yeah. and suddenly it's over. So I always think back to that of the ultimate high of thinking we're going up. This is amazing, and then within ten minutes, yeah, this whole year has been a waste. Do <laughs> you know what I mean? It's yeah. mind blowing,
1: <laughs> it and no one explains that. No, and no. even even now, because I've said this before, I've said this many times before, that I don't follow football. Yeah, but it. It doesn't, even, it doesn't matter, it's so ingrained in everything that you do. Mm. I'm still aware that Crystal Palace, which would be the team I would follow. Yeah. Had yeah. I been, I've even got, even though I'm not into it, I'm like, well, that would be my team, yeah, and this yeah, is why. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> you've got your team even yeah, though you've not got a exactly. team.
1: Exactly, it's in you. Yeah. And it, and it, it was a way back then of fathers, you know, bonding with sons and doing, like you say, stuff that men wouldn't normally do. Completely. Yeah. In,
3: in my family, my parents... Split, split up when I was 16 and to this day the reason Christmas isn't hard work yeah. is me and my dad go on Boxing Day because oh, there's always nice. a Boxing Day match so it makes yeah. it easy in general I spend Christmas with my mum and we got got on Boxing Day Lovely. so as stupid as it again as far away as it seems that's been a really important thing in the balance of getting used to you Know a broken family yes. or whatever you would call it, yeah. it's, it's like that's been a key part of it because it, it, it solved the problem. Yeah, it, it, there's n- no argument. So, oh, well, uh, you had Christmas last year, so I get it this year. It's always <laughs> just like, well, I'll see you on Boxing Day, we'll go Millwall. Job done. It's a weird one how that, how things like that,
1: yeah, it's funny. It's funny mentioning that. I growing up, I've got a mate called Tom, I've known Tom since I was three years old. Yeah, he's the reason that I knew he became sort of like an older brother. And he was always introducing me to films and comedy and yeah. he told me about Bill Hicks, he told me about music. And, like, he introduced me to um, like a lot of hip-hop stuff when we were growing up. Yeah. And then it got to when we were like teenagers and a bit older and, and it was, like, we'd organised to go out and then I'd let him down last minute. I was a yeah. bit flaky to the point where his dad used to call me. My nickname was Reliable because right. I'd never... I'd always like, oh, I can't make it, mate, I've got to do this. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's fucking rubbish. And then a few years ago, a mate of mine, John, who got... Um, uh, he got like the posh tickets for Chelsea yeah the, what do they call it um, when you go and they give you food and all yeah, that. You yeah and he went look I can't go would you want them and I'm like like that. my Tom and his dad are, they're mad Chelsea they've been yeah. Chelsea for years and I went actually yeah I do I know exactly who to take so I took my youngest son I took my mate Tom and his dad and we took them on Boxing Day I hired yeah. a car drove there and then we did this amazing, we had this amazing day watching the football and the, and, the, and, the, and the meals and the, you know, you get a toasted cheese sandwich in half time. Yeah. And, yeah,
3: yeah.
1: and, it, and it, it, it was, and on the way home, I dropped him off and Ed just leaned in the car and he went, and he goes, I've always loved you. And I was oh, like, And it all because yeah. of football brought it, yeah. like it washed away all the shit. It's,
3: it's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, and stuff like and that. We and, built it. And again, it's not, it's, it's finding an excuse to do that stuff yeah purple is just an excuse to feel those emotions yeah. and to have those moments but we need an excuse sometimes it'd be yeah. beautiful if we were all stable enough to not need an excuse to have a hug or to say yeah. i've always loved you or whatever else you know what i mean That's it. That's but it. it's good to give us that like, like we're not all stable enough it's again, no. there's no point in imagining this fantasy world <laughs> where well, we shouldn't need that
1: yeah we shouldn't but we do well, we do yeah i know i know but that and it because i've I get sometimes I'll get to a point I was, and I'll be like, oh, fucking football. I hate football and I yeah, hate yeah. the people that watch it because you see the stereotypes. Completely. And it's only having conversations like this with people like you and you go, because you wouldn't look at you and go, he's obviously into his football, especially someone Millwall like Millwall friend. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's,
3: it's why I've always been so, I've always spoken about it so much and I get some stick because online I'll be as vocal about the negatives. Cool side spot. of it and it, it pisses off a few of the, the Millwall fans because yeah. I've got a public yeah. place, it's, it's weird, there was a recent one I tweeted about it a load because of previous guest of yours, Tez, because he, he did a post about the racism that was at one of the yeah, matches and I did what, a yeah. huge thing him and Guz Khan were talking about it a lot and, and Guz is a good mate of mine yeah. and um, yeah I kind of, I jumped in and was like look this is disgraceful, we should we shouldn't be shying away or making excuses. This is this is bad, and uh, I had a few people come out and like a few Millwall fans like get really angry, and I had to point out because like one guy, had, had tweeted me just saying it's weird how you only talk about uh, the negative or, or you only pop up when it's the, the negative side, and I had to point out. I did a thing on the BBC about how Millwall were the the first team to uh, complete all the all the levels of the. The, yeah, the, yeah. the kick well, racism out of football programme yeah. and again I will also highlight it's probably because we needed it the most <laughs> that, You know, but it's still it's good that we were doing that as a club I've been going on Soccer Home and all these things for years to talk about the positive side of Millwall but that means you also have to address it's the problem a lot of football clubs have or fans have is getting b- blinded by that place that they go and have their emotion. Yeah, like it can't yeah, it yeah. can do no wrong. And you they'll all talk about hatchet jobs in the press and stuff like that. And there is tons yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah. But you still if if there's video of your fans chanting racist shit, of course. The only response should ever be that isn't acceptable. Yeah. I'm I'm embarrassed, I'm ashamed and that's it, horrendous. This and this it. it's being able to speak up on that and not feel that you're doing anyone a disservice other than those scumbags. Exactly. That's all you're yeah. talking about. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like when people, like when there's any kind of big f- feminist thing and you have blokes come out going, well, not all men and all that kind of thing. It's like, well, unless you are one of the scumbags, you shouldn't be offended by exactly this. I don't that. see stuff yes. about having to go at, at some of the disgraceful way men act and and feel it's attacking me because yeah. I'm
1: not that guy. Exactly. I've said that same thing. Yeah. Yes. It's
3: ridiculous, but it can be that kind right. of that if you if you're getting defensive, then maybe have a little look at yourself and yeah. go right, why Exactly. why am I feeling defensive on this? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Well, things with Millwall as well is like, well, you know, they're they chant was no one likes us right. we don't care. And it and that's all anyone knows. So It's a
3: problem, man. It's yeah. it's, it's, it's and again, it's ingrained. The, the the slogan of or the motto of my label, of, of my record label is, is um, oh, we may not be for you and that's fine. Yeah. And that's clearly come from no one likes us, we yeah. don't care. It's a, it's a toned version of that. It's a rewritten yes. thing of that. <laughs> Yet again, it is, it's a negative thing. It can make you go, ah, whatever. Oh, we are who we are. It's like, no, no, we
1: should still. Yeah. Uh, can't be more inclusive, There's a level of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It should be inclusive and yeah, all that kind of thing, but yeah. Angles has is, is been in my top 10, out albums for for many years Weird. and it's and it's because of the lyrics because i didn't expect there to be such d- deep meaningful yeah, lyrics because yeah. it was hip hop it was yeah. you know i didn't expect it so the stuff that you cover in it like um yeah let like letters letter from God to man is yeah, yeah, yeah. something else man, and angles, the actual song angles, and um uh, the magician's assistant yeah, yeah, very deep, dark topics yeah, that yeah. I was like fuck, man. Like, but the ability to tell a story in such a short space of time yeah. is something I've always liked in lyrics. Yeah, uh, is it, it? I mean, those was that from personal experience with those or a s- a story t-
3: telling was always an exciting thing for me in, yeah. in, in 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 lyrics. All all my lyrics, are kind of I I always, except for one song, I always write a fictional story, but I draw from true events. Yeah. Yeah, 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 Again, yeah. it was that weird thing of starting off and not being comfortable going, well, either I or someone I know has been through this horrible thing. Let's pop it on a a track and have it on iTunes for (laughs) 79p. It it feels really weird to be profiting off it. So it's like, but I also think it's important to discuss these subjects and to address these. It's why we always, 90% of our live shows Oh, we played Magician's Assistant, and it's yeah. a downbeat song yeah, yeah, about yeah. self-harm and suicide. Yeah. <laughs> Not exactly a club banger, no. <laughs> but it was important to go right. No, this is just part of this is part of life. This yeah. this shouldn't be only on the album. This should be something that we hit you with at the live gig, and hopefully you go away having had a good time. But there yeah. is something there to go. Oh, that was
1: yeah. that was interesting. Well, it shows that it affects because a lot of people have been through it. Yeah, and a lot of people would think, "Oh, this is only happening to me." Yeah. So, by this is someone like you talking about these things. Yeah. Go, oh, fuck. Even if one person goes, "Oh, yeah, right." And it's it's it is it's other people it's even like on both sides they have been affected yeah. by suicide or they're contemplating themselves and self-harming and.
3: Hundred yeah. percent, and 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 on 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 the other sides of it, on the when I had um. I had a, a woman called Natalie Clapshaw on my podcast oh, hello, Natalie, who works yeah. for Head Headway and um. We were talking about um, b- brain trauma, but one of the key bits of that podcast was that she was really adamant that she wants to talk about the effects of the partners of people who've got brain trauma or yeah. the families, yeah. because again, it's it's so easy, or not easy, but it's kind of... If you're going, I need to talk about a topic, it's normally focusing on the main point of the topic, but yeah. any huge topic has got so many offshoots Absolutely. that are so hard yeah. to understand and so hard... To grasp, and it's, it's it's why magician's assistant was kind of more about everyone else, yeah,
1: exactly in the situation, yeah, or more yeah.
3: highlighting everyone else in the situation yeah. than simply here is someone who's going through a rough time. And it's a weird one because we were lucky that when we were making that album, we didn't expect anyone to ever hear it. No really, <laughs> so it, it meant that there was no so you're quite free, yeah, complete yeah. completely free. I've had people over the years say, "All oh, right, so." brave to to be open with your lyrics particularly on that first album it's like I was open because I didn't think anyone would fucking <laughs> hear it I didn't really I just just not like, we didn't just expect did we'd have this huge just audience all of a sudden yeah but um yeah it was important to, to have those that openness I, I th- like we're lucky that we didn't expect anyone to hear it and then that was a success but that then meant that we were comfortable on all future albums of yeah. being that open and that free and not trying to go well how do we write a pop hit because the song that we wrote with expected no audience or the album that we expected no audience g- 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 got in the top 40 and yeah. was our big, it launched our whole career. So it gave that 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 comfortable ground. It wasn't years and years of slogging and then we figured out how no. to write a pop it. It was like, here's this weird shit that we've written <laughs> and it and it, it somehow connected. But it's also, I mean, it's also been response, it's, it's also meant that I've had to make sure I'm really conscious and vigilant as a, as an artist, as yeah. someone on social media, because it was in the dawn of social media bl- blowing up as well and accessibility. So to have a song like Magician's The System, which admittedly it's an album track, but it was one yeah. that if you connect to it, you connect to it probably in a pretty deep and heavy Absolutely, way. yeah. So it meant that I've always been really vigilant on on my socials, on my DMs, course, on my emails yeah. and things like that. Because I hear from people who are going through some tough times, yeah. and have done from like that start point to like the last week or two, I'll still have people that are like, hit me up about that song or about these these heavy things, and it's it's a weird one. It's important to be vigilant on it, but it's also, I've known from day one, it's important to be clear. I'm just some twat with a microphone. Yeah. I, I, like just I can't actually man. help. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can't actually solve the problems here. there are experts there are people yeah. like Samarans and, and Calm and all people who I've worked with for years so that's always been my thing to keep an eye on on being there for people if they need me but equally but making it clear I'm not yes. the, the guy for you to depend on because yeah, again yeah, yeah. although how social media is and how albums are we don't know each other no and and and, and it might seem like that on socials it's, it's really weird I've got I had, I had Johan Harry on my podcast recently right. Um and he's done a lot of st- that, st- that studying into depression, into mental health, and into the possible causes and solutions. And when we were discussing it, we kind of had a breakthrough because he highlighted that one of the known um, main causes of mental health issues is loneliness. Yeah, well. and one of the biggest problems we're ad- ad- addressing mental health is awareness yeah. is knowing that you need help knowing that you're going through something and it was kind of in the podcast that I put forward I think social media everyone talks about how it's damaging us because it, yeah. it is yeah, yeah, but yeah I think it's damaging us more than we realize because s- s- social media has isolated us far more yeah, than man. ever before but we've got access to more people than ever before. So I think it's given us loneliness, but hiding it, it's not making us aware of it. So we're not realising how lonely we are. We can go weeks without actually talking to our mates properly. But because we're on Facebook and we're looking, we feel we're having that connection and we're not. And I think that's really damaging. And I think that's why, I don't know if there's a a, a, a rise... In mental health issues I, I hope that it's just there's a rise in awareness and a yeah. rise in being able to talk about it but I think social media is having a potentially negative yeah. impact on that because regardless of connection to celebrities or people who have written songs connection to our mates we yeah. might not be checking in as much as we That's would so true. And, yeah. and when we do meet up we're not going to be as oh, what have you, I've been up to because yeah. you know, <laughs> or you know what they've shared, yes, and that's important as well. All we really know is what people are putting out there. There's so much b- below the surface that that we don't know. But I think, yeah, I think it gives us a false, a sense of security, a false sense of of socialising. Oh god, that, yeah, that, that isn't real. Yes. And I think that could be really damaging and, yeah, a, a, yeah, a, yeah. a
1: worrying. Thing in this day and age. What I've got, I mean, I've got two sons. They're 21 and 27. Yeah. <clears throat> and what what gave me hope is that they're actually coming away from social media. Yeah. A lot of young people are going. Yeah, it's all bollocks. It's yeah. all bullshit. We need to yeah. be going out and and so now I've noticed this in comedy clubs. The comedy clubs are, are getting busier again. Going to see bands. A lot of people are going to see bands now. I know a lot of they're starting, You know, bands going on tour because they can't make any money from yeah. recorded stuff. Yeah. But more people are going to see bands, Completely. and it's and it's and that, that gives me hope because yeah. like you know social media is it's like with Jade like Jade and I have we've had arguments. I'm like we've just been on this all day, but we've been sat with each other. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. What are we doing? Yeah. I really
3: get annoyed because um, I saw I can't remember if I've ranted about this anywhere else. but I'll, I'll go into <laughs> that's it. All right, now. That's all it's, right. it's always tough with podcasts and stuff because yeah, yeah. it's like. I'm not the most social person, so either <laughs> I've ranted about it on a recorded podcast or m- 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 me and Whiffin have been moaning on the yeah, train yeah. somewhere. Other than that, <laughs> I don't know which conversations are recorded and which aren't, but I saw a thing a while ago and it was it was just a little cl- clickbait thing and it was saying, like, uh, uh, ways to tell if your partner's cheating on you. And one of the main ones was if their, f- their, f- their phone's always face down. Yeah. Now, I went on with my... A, a, a missus, I make a conscious effort to have my phone face down or in my pocket because I want to be paying her attention. It's yes, the same with, yeah, yeah, yeah. When I'm with my old man. It's yeah. like if I'm going around with dads, I only see them once a week or so for an hour or two at, yeah. at a time. I'll try and have my phone face down. Yeah. Any situation where it's different, like I always know if I'm watching sports or something like yeah. that Oh, it's good to be looking at what Twitter's saying and stuff of like course. that so I'll be yeah. with mates but all of us are like oh have you seen what this person posted oh shit but in general I'll try and do that now and it's sad that that kind of thing is then seen as Cheaters, or, or, or is now put as oh you've got something to do. I, was, I was talking to my brother about it and he was saying he had his phone down in, in the pub the other day and they were like oh you've, <laughs> you're, you're keeping a secret from us it's like no, oh, I'm no. with other humans. Yeah. I'm, I want to interact. And I know, again, I'm addicted to this thing that's in my pocket. Oh, I know it. that yeah. if it starts bleeping, I'll be distracted, yeah. whoever I'm with. So I'd rather have it face down or in my, my in my pocket so that I can, yeah, actually engage yeah. and share that moment and share Had that it
1: time. Last night, we, were, we did a gig. And then afterwards, we were sat around. It was Jade, myself, Elf Lyons and Ollie and who do, do the gig. And we sit there, and I can feel my phone buzzing in my pocket. Yeah, And I'm like, and I got excited. I'm like, that's gonna give me something to look at later. Yeah, on. yeah, and that's yeah. Ridiculous. yeah. It's mad, that's ridiculous. It's bad. Absolutely it? ridiculous. We just, just, we just, we are just, just slaves to it, and we really are. Yeah, and I, and you know, I've done. I've had times where I've gone out and I've forgotten my phone. Yeah, and I've left it on the side, and I'm like, I don't even care. Yeah, I'm out, and I'm like, there's a moment where I go, shit. I'm like, well, no, I'm meeting the people I've, I'm meeting. I've got, I thought that's already dealt with. I don't need it for anything else. Yeah. I'll, be, I'll catch up with them later. Oh, does it matter? Yeah, yeah. it doesn't it's matter.
3: A, it's a mad one. I, I, I completely agree. I think it's a weird thing that we're addicted to, and we're all old enough to remember how it was before that. Yes. I was listening to the Being Nobody podcast recently, which is um, a, a girl called Alex Simwise, and she was a, a, she's kind of writing her memoirs and using a podcast to remember everything and log okay. it, and then write from that and she was talking about how she'd go and again I'd heard it recently as I was talking to my mate last night about it we'd go and knock for a mate we probably wouldn't ring ahead because we didn't want to speak to their parents (laughs) exactly we'd knock for a mate if they're in we'd go and walk up the park and see if anyone was there if they weren't we'd walk onto the shops and see if yeah, anyone's there. Yeah, yeah. And if they weren't, we'd walk onto the wreck. <laughs> and then we'd just do a circle until we bump right into around. someone. <laughs> and my mate, I was, I was talking to my mate sh- 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 about it last night and he was like, yeah, we'll, we'll go over the park. If it's... The- daylight, we'd have a look around and see if everyone was there. If it's dark, we'd shout oi oi. And if anyone shouted oi oi back, we'd know they're there. And I was like, that's oh, yeah, so good. Yeah. That's so much better. Like, it's the, so easy to forget those things. But that's what it'd be. It'd be dark. you just go and sh- literally shout something to see if anyone's there. All right. The, they're over it. in the corner of the park. That's exactly what we used to do. And it was amazing. Yeah. It's, and it's so mad to think now that you'd walk around for an hour or so to see if anyone's about. <laughs> Imagine that now. If you arranged to meet yeah. and they're five minutes late, you're like, well, I managed. Or go home. It's <laughs> let's, let's cancel this, they're not here. It's yeah. like but then you would just yeah, you'd just just stroll about. about.
1: Yeah, and there was always someone around. Yeah. And it yeah. You just so it was. And,
3: you'd just look for people, you'd yeah. go and find people. Imagine that now. Imagine going anywhere. On the off chance that you're just going to have to come home again, that's unimaginable. No one would take what that a waste risk. of time. Unless I know my friends are there, I am not going. I'm not leaving the house. It's mad to think of, oh, right?
1: Mate. I remember, like, you no, know, the, the telephone boxes, and we, yeah. This, and this is only very recently. This is like year two thousand. I didn't even have a mobile phone then. I was yeah. like one of the last people, so I kept. I didn't see the point of having it. And there was a girl that I really liked, and then I was trying to get hold of her, and then trying to find. I was driving around trying to find a phone box with me with me 20p and yeah. trying to get in and go, oh, she's not in, i fucking in. Or yeah. Or around that
3: exact exact time I was seeing a girl and she'd just got her first, she'd got her own f- uh, flat. She'd fallen out of her parents. It was all a bit rushed. We'd given a council flat. She didn't have a phone in there and I only had my home phone at my mum's. So yeah. each night I'd ring the phone box, which was down the road at yeah. seven o'clock <laughs> and she'd j- 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 Generally, try and be there because again, skin she, yeah. she didn't have twenty p to ring me. She might drop call me, and then I'd ring yeah, back. Right. But in general, I'd just be like, oh, I'll ring the phone box yeah. at seven o'clock. <laughs> and if she doesn't answer, it's like, oh, I'll try again tomorrow. You yes. <laughs> yes. know, it's literally like there's no, there's no, there's no other way of chasing up
1: on no. her unless I drive round there. think, all right? <laughs> and now, if you don't reply, like I've get this all the time with what I do, get emailed, and if I haven't replied straight away. Right. You get chased, and you're like, e- emails yeah. are the one I'm almost stubborn on them. I look at an email and I think I could
3: reply now, but I need them to know that yeah. I don't reply immediately. I might not reply immediately. A text, I understand if I've read a text, I can respond quick. Yeah, blah blah. Yeah, yeah. But emails, I still think you shouldn't be be chasing up earlier than a couple of days. A couple of days is fine. Yeah. If it's been a couple of days. Hit yeah. me up again. Let's I might. I'm busy, but I might not have got around to it. But other than that, because
1: yeah, when you got letters, you didn't reply with a letter no, straight away. No, exactly.
3: You'd, you'd let
1: it fester. You'd let it, it's sitting on the doorstep over. for ages yeah. before you've even opened it. You're like, oh, I know what that is. I can't open that. Yeah, That's yeah, little, I Can't yeah. get around to that. <laughs> but I. But it's nice that, like you, like you said at the beginning, it's nice that you recognise that there were, that a lot of men use a lot of things. Like use certain things to open themselves up and yeah. and they feel comfortable putting it in that space
3: yeah
1: that a lot of us haven't got that now like we don't we haven't got the football we haven't got well like well you've got the wrestling yeah 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 so sort of, I mean something I what I have with a lot of friends is music yeah it's because sort of yeah. I collect vinyl so there's a lot of that now yeah and, yeah, so yeah. and, and
3: it's finding know, the right th- yeah. thing right I it's weird uh, the, the first time I I came round here and, yeah. and and chatted with Jade in, in your living room. I was saying that this area is important to me. It means a lot. Like I, I went to school up of the road, course. but yes. to this day, a couple of times a week, particularly if I've got reading actually I'm trying to read a lot more at the moment I, I struggle to read at home and right. there's a point up the road here that I come and I walk along a bit listen to podcasts. podcast I'll sit down and read yeah. I'll walk a bit I'll sit down and read and it's really good for my mental health because it's getting me out of the house it's getting yes. me reading while I'm reading I'm regularly interrupted by dogs
1: yeah, I fucking right. love, dogs. <laughs> I love so it's, dogs it's my spot
3: where I'm like uh, it's yes. where they all walk so it's like I, <laughs> I know where it is so I'm always going to have some interruptions and it's weird because I've been doing that for a while and a mate of mine I hit a mate of mine up and he was like are you about and I was like not really again I'm a bit I'm not a very social person so my default is always I mean I am always busy as well so it's always that I'm busy and he was like he sent a message and he said he's he's going through some stuff and I had to think and I was like exactly that I was like well we're not pub blokes anymore no me and him aren't going to want to go and sit and have a pint and particularly in our areas yes like, yeah, yeah. Like, you know where I'm from and all that kind of it's it. yes. yes. not the yes. nicest yes. of pubs it's a bit rough so I said to him do you want to I'll pick you up and we'll go for a walk yeah which seems really odd to no, grow men man. and we went down uh, I parked up at at, at, at Lee Station or no at Chalkwell Station and we walked from Chalkwell pretty much all the way into Southend I think Brilliant. and walked back again and we just talked and it yeah. was it was amazing. We really... We were walking along so we didn't have the pressure of looking each other oh, in the yeah. eye and having a deep conversation <laughs> That's of always, yeah. oh, what's going on, what's yeah, the yeah. trouble. It meant that we could walk along, have a look out at the sea, have Perfect. a look out at the sky, get distracted by dogs yeah, again, yeah. not feel anyone's listening in because we're not at a table in a pub. No. Just walking along. And it was great. And we had a real... like Literally, just met up and we walked for about an hour to two hours. Brilliant. And then... I dropped him home amazing but it wouldn't have happened otherwise and in a no. pub it would have been awkward and so <laughs> it was that thing that I think a lot of my mates or even me at a time I wouldn't have been comfortable suggesting something like that no. but it's finding the thing that you're comfortable with rather than saying oh no let's leave it
1: because you don't want to get girls yeah, yeah, in the pub yeah, you don't want to yeah. do that go well what do you want to do yeah. let's make that work well Marcus Bourbon uh, Marcus Bourbon and I did that Yeah, another comic this around the corner and he's got a dog yeah, he's t- he just texted me just just now actually, just saying like you round later, and we walk the dog. Yeah, and we well, exactly where you've just said. Yeah, yeah, we're all yeah. the way up, walk all the way back, and then we we talk about everything. We talk about shit I've got going on and then shit he's got going on, and moaning about people in the industry and you know just yeah. and yeah, he's yeah, get it yeah, all yeah. out, just get it all out, and then we take the piss out of each other. And but it's a wonderful time. It's really just to walk isn't it? along. And again, it's funny you say that about not looking at each other because there's Michael Smiley you know the Irish yeah actor yeah I comedian. Love Smiley oh mate he's, one of, he's my absolute hero I, I love, love him. him and I remember having some trouble with my youngest son and I said I don't know how to talk to him I said every time I, every time I see my youngest son we just clash and yeah. like, we just want to throttle each other he said why don't you take him out why don't you take him out and go fishing or go just go go to a pond and throw stones in it yeah Anyway, and he said that is because you're just doing something else that yeah. will take your yeah, mind yeah, off yeah, it yeah. and it's it not works. the pressure of being eye to eye face to face we've got, got a big discussion to yeah. have exactly and it worked yeah. it absolutely worked we went out he lives in Gravesend in Kent so i picked him up and it was frosty as it was in you know it was back then. You're in the car he's giving me two two words every fucking 5 yeah, minutes yeah 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 so we got some we got some sausage and chips and we just sat we just sat by the river Eating chips, we're throwing them at the seagulls, and yeah, it was amazing, yeah, and it worked. It's perfect. And I think that's right? what if men can recognize that you don't have to go to the pub, you don't have to go and do a manly sort of thing. The, that's it.
3: There's so many things that are set down, that's where it yeah. happens. A pub is either where you're being lads or you're having a serious chat or whatever else. It's like so much of society is moving away from pubs and that now, and I think that's a good thing. I, like, yeah. I hardly a, a drink at all these days, yeah. I'm not against. No. A, a drinking but again I like that there's it no longer has to be the default again yeah, yeah. growing up in these areas it's the default yeah that's and, all and you're is. not drinking because you like a drink you're drinking because that's what you do it's the weekend Yeah, why wouldn't you be drinking so I like that those things are changing but yeah it also it potentially removes uh, um, uh, uh, an, an arena of conversation yeah. and it's kind <laughs> of it's nice to kind of go well Oh, what are the other ones? Where can we go? As I said, yeah. go and sit by a lake. I, I'm a big fan of being near water. For, water, for, for me, for, the same, thinking yeah. or reading or whatever else. Uh, uh, me and my old sound man, uh, James, on all of our tours, you tour all Europe and America and all this and you never get to go and s- see anything. Yes. So we made a point after a while of going, well, we've toured loads, like, done a few years of touring and all we see is hotel rooms. So Every city we'd get to, me and James would find at least an hour to go and find some water, nice. And it'd either be a river, the beach, yeah. a, a lake, it's, a reservoir, yeah. anything. Just find the water, and it'll be nice. And and we'd do that in every city all, all around Europe. And it was it made the tour because it meant yeah, you to have you're walking around. And again, you are having those moments of chatting that aren't in the back of a tour van yeah. where everyone's taking the piss and That's having it. banter and whatever else. It's like <laughs> we'll just go for a stroll and have a chat. And it really, yeah. We you did what it. You're saying in those oh situations. God! Yeah,
1: I I heartily recommend going and sitting by any body of water. It, I mean, this is why I live in here, right? On you
2: just it's I get perfect, up in the morning man. and
1: you're like, this is incredible. Yeah, you know, I, I did it. I did a double act with a guy called Eddie, a couple of years ago, and we'd taken it to Australia. We did Melbourne. It wasn't quite, it, and it wasn't quite connecting. We hadn't had a lot of chance to get together beforehand, yeah. so we weren't really, we didn't know what we were doing, and we were, it wasn't really working, and we were getting really annoyed and frustrated. And then we went from there to New Zealand, and I remember we got to Auckland. I'd never been there before, and we were wandering down, so we walked down to the to the, to the the water's edge, and we were just sat there. And we were like, right, we've really got to make this work, man. And we just sat on this bench, and it just came flooding out. We are like, yeah. why don't we do this? Like, Fuck yeah, why don't we do that? And we absolutely smashed it in New Zealand. Amazing. And then it was all because we sat yeah. by the water. Yeah. Sit by some water, man. It's such a weird one. It makes, <laughs> it genuinely, I think it makes... Such a difference. Yeah. There's something so calming about it. It's nuts, isn't it? Yeah. And when you think about, like I've said this before, when you really look out, like all these arguments about borders and people from afar and all yeah. this, if you drained all the water out, it's all the same bit of land. Yeah. That is literally just just the thing that's in between yeah. us. And but there's just something romantic about it, and yeah, and calming, and and I fucking love it.
3: No, I couldn't yeah. agree
1: more. It's so nice, and it's
3: so. I think we're lucky. It's one of the good things about being. This w- weird little island that we are <laughs> is that you're never too far from from, from some water. Exactly, man. Of, there's a, you're always going to be able to find something and that's a yeah, it's not too far thing. away.
1: No, yeah. What about growing up? Because you because you started poetry, yeah, spoken word, yeah. I didn't know a lot about there. Growing up, if you said the word poet or mm. poem, yeah, straight away I'd shut down. and go, Ah, no, that's bollocks. I, I mean, same, yeah, hundred percent. Growing same. up in your area, yeah.
3: Was, I mean, we did we did a, f- a festival at Chalkwell Park um, and me and Dan Lasak and we were one of the headliners and we had another f- festival booked that day so we did two festivals in one day but the reason we accepted it was uh, I was like I need to get on a stage yeah. within shouting distance of my old school because right. at that school my English teacher uh, uh, warned m- my mate Martin from hanging out with me and Mark she said he could do better <laughs> like, like in general it wasn't and I wanted to get out there and go I've had books published and stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. I have done I'm a poet supposedly. That's it. It's like there you go Mrs. Taylor. Um, but yeah, for me it was a weird one. I got into poetry as as a necessity. I was I was into rap and living in these areas there's not an abundance of Dr. No. Dre's no. or, or or anyone to make make beats for you and it was people like I guess Say Francis Sir Williams K.R.S. 1 and then Gil Scott Heron and stuff like that that made me kind of aware of spoken word and that excited me because I was like oh that's something I can do off my own back I don't need to rely on anyone else Um, and that kicked it all off I then got into loads of great poets but it's it's always an awkward one I always have people online think I'm far more well read better educated than I am (laughs) and, and, and shit like that it's like It's like, no, no, that one
1: thing you've heard of me, I spent ages on that. I'm
3: not generally that clever and that articulate. It's like, I just spent a lot of time crafting it.
1: Um, A lot of the lyrics on Angles, when I first heard it, it made me go, oh, fuck yeah, of course. Like, um, 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 uh, what is it, the one, um, Thou Shalt Not? uh, That made me realise, oh, fuck yeah, of course. Um, Stake a claim. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Stake so a Claim was a song that mate, I, when you were going, we, you know, the yeah, government, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are, you know, accountable to us, yeah, the people. Not, yeah, yeah, and I was yeah. like, holy shit! Of course they it are. It was a
3: mad one that because that was originally I originally wrote that for a, a French dance act. Like we'd done some gigs in France, and this big dance act I can't even remember their name had been like, oh, but we'd like you to, to do some
1: lyrics on a track. Yeah, wasn't loads. No, they were in digitalist, wasn't it? No, no, no I, can't, I
3: can't remember. The name But it, I sent them that, and it yeah. was. Far too
1: wordy and intense.
3: <laughs> and I, I've had that a few times. Years ago, a, a, a Liam Howlett from The Prodigy hit me up to write some stuff for them. Yeah. And at that point, again, I was green, I was ignorant. Right, I didn't know right, how to. Right. So I just wrote Scroobius Pip lyrics. Yeah. And it's like, this is great, but we can't put that on the Prodigy song. You know, we generally have like eight or nine lyrics a song. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. Like yeah. You've just written this hugely d- 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 dense right. thing. But I wrote yeah. that uh, for, uh, for this French band because. France had blown me away as a people in standing up yeah. for, against the government like i was, it was around that time france or or Paris specifically had tried to bring in clamping. yeah right, and the French as a people just decided no we're not well oh, we're not yeah. having that say as, as just put glue in all the locks, <laughs> so every clamp had to be destroyed, yeah, and they were like all right. Let's not bother with clamping in. (laughs) Ah. So rather than tax people this stupid for parking all this kind of and claim their cars, he's like, no, we're not having that. No, but I love that they. And and when they do a strike, like our protests in England, and it's a tough one at the moment because there's a lot of stuff to protest. And I never want to speak out against it because it's activism. But a million people all marching. Are where they've been told it's okay to march by the people yeah. they're protesting yeah. against <laughs> blows my mind a little bit. Yeah, it's <laughs> all right if we march in, yeah, that won't cause any problems. Perfect. <laughs> so, so, why are we doing this again? Yeah, it's so British. Whereas in France, when they had like the truckers, they just b- b- blocked all the routes yeah. and no cars could move for days because yeah. they were protesting their import export tax and stuff like that. And they genuinely seem to go no, if we're not happy with something, then we will bring this country to a standstill. Stand. Whereas yeah. England seems to go, if we're not happy, we will make sure it's okay to protest here and then we will really post some hilarious placards on social media. And that'll, that'll really teach, that them. teach them. It's mad. But again, it's a weird one because I don't like to talk out against it because nah. as I said, anything that's that's making a stand is better than just doing a tweet about it or whatever that's else fine. but yeah it's a tough one because <laughs> yeah that was, was it was weird because France inspired Stake Acclaim and then it started to get used in protests in the UK yeah, like yeah. I've seen videos of protests where people are playing Stake Acclaim and everyone's yeah, churning yeah, along yeah, yeah. that blows my mind it's to be banger. part of that kind of that, that movement is yeah, yeah but that's why when you're, when
1: you're talking when you say about you know your lyric and you know, people assume that you're more well read yeah, yeah, than yeah, you yeah, are yeah, yeah. Because of that, it's yeah, because you yeah. na- with that lyric, you absolutely nailed it, and yeah. it made me as as a, as a consumer of, of music realize: I was like, "Of course, yeah, yeah." There is me going along with that, you know. Oh well, the government—they must—they must be right. Yeah. And you like, going, no, no,
3: no. You voted uh, for them; they work for us. Yeah, yeah. They're our employees,
1: essentially.
3: Yeah, they represent us. It's not the other way
1: around. <laughs> but yeah, it's mad. Yeah, that was that, was, that was, it was it was lyrics like that. and Ricked. yeah. It really spoke to me. Well, it. Because like again, you just you're not you're not you have these thoughts, but you're not sure if they're right, so you're yeah. scared to voice them. Yeah, and it's only when someone like you that has a that has got a, is on that sort of platform. Yeah, that makes you realise that you're not alone. You're not, it, you know. I mean,
3: it comes back round to the open discussion of mental health stuff in general as well. The thing I've found on my podcast, like I often get asked if I'll, I'll do a, a mental health special, yeah. and the reason I haven't. It's because it comes up so r- regularly anyway because yeah. it's not special. It's part no. of everyone's life. It's so regular. Yeah, everyone's talking and now. if you look at the stats on of on, on, on mental health, people will be all nervous to talk about it because they don't want to be a burden on their mates. They yeah. don't want to be, oh, I don't want to be adding pressure on you or, or being a downer. The stats kind of say there's so many people struggling that odds on, if you speak to a mate about it, they're going to be relieved because they're going through something similar or have gone through something similar. Imagine in that moment where you're struggling, imagine if one of your mates, how much of a relief it would be, rather than a burden, how much of a relief it would be if one of your mates said, I'm struggling a bit at the moment. So you could then go, oh, fuck, I've I've been struggling and I couldn't Couldn't say anything. So I think that's really important and really interesting, is realising that, again, the fact that you heard uh, one of my songs and thought, oh, someone else thinks like that. Yeah. Yeah. there's loads of us all think about these things. It's just so, someone taking that leap to say it, yeah. yeah Rather yeah, than man. it be a burden, it can be a benefit. It can help your mates. Yeah. So it can help everyone else have that
1: chance to go. It's oh, amazing. you know what? I'm struggling too. This yeah, is man. This I'll, is rough. Moving to Essex as well, I've found, has been, has been, incredible. And yeah. I know because Essex gets a bad rap, and I've yeah. said this before. I know, you know. I guess this. It was always synonymous with the with the Essex oi oi and the, yeah. you know jazz funks you had the cortinas and you had the capris yeah, and the white yeah. socks and all that yeah. all the lads 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 yeah. since we've moved here and moving and meeting interesting people like meeting Stew with Yeah, yeah and then that has opened the doors to meeting all these other incredible people Yeah. it's the best thing I ever did just coming out of London which now I see it as quite insular yeah yeah Coming out and go fuck the world isn't about London. London's fucked to be honest. Yeah. In my, in my, you know, there's still some good stuff going on, but at the moment it's a building site and it's all fucked. Yeah. But coming out, you go, oh no, there's interesting people here. Yeah. And, yeah. It's, and it, and it, and it and I see Essex with, in a completely different light now. Yeah. And meeting someone like 76. Yeah. 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 And I've, I've, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't even met him yet. Yeah. But well, we've spoken online. He's been to see Jade's shows. Yeah. With his missus. And even and now, I got a message from the other day going, how are you doing? Are you all right? Just seeing if you're all right. Yeah. I'm like, fuck yeah. yeah. No, I'm cool, man. How are you? And we had this chat. It's
3: tough, isn't it? Yeah. that kind of, yeah. And, and again, it's a mad one because I kind of had a similar, the first time I started touring that, that you kind of realise how big the UK is yeah. and how varied it is and how beautiful it is and yeah, how it's man. not just all about that bit. Again, growing up in Essex, you're almost more blind to the wonders of Essex because the focus is you're near enough to, to London. Of course, so you need to to get in there. Oh, what's going on in yes. London? What's going on over there? Like you're not looking around and going, oh, it's all right, here You're no. going, "What's that over yeah, there? Yeah, Why, this
1: golden jewel?" Yeah, what they're building? Yeah. What's that? <laughs>
3: and that, and that was mad touring because you get to go about and go again. You think of gr- gr- the grim north and then you go yeah. up there and there's rolling hills and it's beautiful and, yeah. and huge lakes and some of the most beautiful stuff you see <laughs> anywhere in the world you're like alright oh, I'd always thought of Manchester like Manchester is the best example for me because you've got this amazing city that's right. but then literally tw- 20 minutes drive and you're in valleys yeah it's like that's I heavenly. love Manchester yeah it's yeah. mad yeah from the south, you're like oh Manchester, and Liverpool, all that. It's all grey and negative. Yeah, it's like
1: yeah. nah. Well, when I, was no, I was a bit different. With Manchester, it was a bit different because when I came of age, Manchester was the centre of the universe. With yeah, yeah, all the yeah. music and everything. Cool. So <clears throat> we'd have we'd talk about like these these um we'd, uh, we'd, 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 we'd we'd fantasize about getting enough money together, getting in the car, go to the hacienda. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm yeah. glad I didn't. Now I hear about <laughs> we used yeah. to go down. Yeah. But we used to, so Manchester became this incredible, like palace. I was yeah. like, like Superman's house. You know, yeah, it was like, yeah, oh, yeah, I want yeah. to go and see it. Yeah. And now doing comedy, I've been there and I love it. It's a, it's a one of my favourite cities. And that's one of the things doing what I'm doing, like you did. You going on tour, yeah. And you toured around in a, didn't you tour around in a Toyota or something? I did when you first. Uh, my
3: first tours were all. I
1: bought a uh, a nineteen. I think it
3: was a nineteen eighty seven. Toyota Space Cruiser yeah. and just lived in it for a bit and just toured about just going from, from place to place from, uh, with Chris from Hardcore yeah, Listing yeah, yeah, as right. well of oh, course cool, yeah
1: because your mate's from, yeah, yeah, you from way
3: back yeah. so so uh, me and him just got in his van he'd just started Redshift which is him and Stu's company now yeah, but it right. was just his at the time and he was like I want to tour about and try and find sh- shops to sell my caps in and yeah. just have a look at what's going on and I was like I'm doing mu- uh, uh, music so we yeah we shared the uh, the double bed of my Toyota Space Cruiser wow. back seats and we just toured about and knocked about just going and looking everywhere and it was again there's some and looking back there's some clear m- mental health stuff going on there because the fact is I performed in pretty much every major city in the UK before I ever performed locally yeah right or, or in, in London and it was because I could g- go up there and be Scroobius Pip yeah didn't have to worry wow. like, Cr- I've never got the whole local band thing because the most cringy, particularly starting off, the most horrible thing I could imagine was m- my mates all standing there and watching oh, me do right. my thing. <laughs> like, just oh, God, I've so embarrassed <laughs> and so
1: stupid because, again, yeah, I'm... Uh, I suppose what you're doing as well is quite personal. Your lyrics yeah. are quite personal. So yeah. Just to stand in front of people that know you, yeah, feel quite exposed. And it's weird,
3: anytime you hear, particularly with... Sp- sp- Spoken word and rap, and at that point, there wasn't a lot of spoken word and rap in, in my accent.
1: No.
3: So, the fact that I'm just speaking in the voice I speak in that's going to be w- weird to my mates because it's like, <laughs> what's going on? Why is this over a beat? And why does he, it, he rhyme all of a sudden? Um, whereas if you've never heard it before, it's this it, you hear you're hearing it l- like that for the first time, yes, if that makes yes, sense. Yes, yes. And there was a massive fake it until you make it thing. My theory thought out theory was I'd learned all my stuff so I knew I was tight live I always wore a suit and a trucker cap and had a big beard uh, and so yeah, I had yeah, a look yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'd spent the last of my money on on making my album and printing a, a proper looking CD that had a barcode on the back that you scanned it it didn't do a thing but it was just yeah, right. it, it all looked legit <laughs> and that meant that if I'm up north they're going to assume I must be massive down south I, I must yeah. be a big, big deal but I hadn't gigged anywhere so but by the time I came back south, I'd built up a following on Myspace and stuff like yeah. that because of all the stuff i have been doing in these other places who assumed I was established. Wow. And it was like, no, no. And then all of a sudden, it became its own reality. The, yeah. the kind of, the fake it till you make it was literally the thing. I was suddenly like, all right, I have got a following now <laughs> and I am reasonably successful at so, this stage and stuff like that. So, yeah. And did you, did you, I mean, were you, have you always been confident? No, like- no, not at all. I'm the kid... In school with a stutter. That's yeah. literally the first victim. Like, they're calling the register and you <laughs> yeah, can't speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You start in a school, everyone quite rightfully is looking for someone to bully. And that sounds yeah. horrible, but you don't want to be the one being bullied. Of so, not. You, so you need someone else to be a victim. And if the first thing they do is call the register and the first thing I can't do He's is speak, you, yeah. <laughs> then oh, easily God. I'm that guy. But, but that again, that, yeah, go on, sorry. No, no, go no on. yeah, go on. And yeah. It, Or It was the thing for me that really helped. A problem I've always had, I get told I'm, I'm b- brave and all sorts of things for d- d- doing all these different things with a stutter. I just get overexcited and forget I've got a stutter. <laughs> so I'll commit to shit and then go, oh, fuck. Oh, yeah, yeah, and shit. The, the key to the performing thing, and again, I have to credit Chris from Hardcore Listing for this, I would plan the tour, we're going to knock about. And, 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 and actually, as we were setting off, there was a DJ Shadow album launch. In London, right? So, I did a, a, a street gig in London before we went north, and I was like, We'll go there. I've got my amp, I've got my mic, I'll do a little performance because there'll be a crowd, yeah. And we get there, and s- suddenly I realized w- what I've got to do, yeah. And so, I'm yeah. Like, oh, fuck. I've got to <laughs> actually do this. I've been planning, I've been so caught up in the writing of it, the yeah. getting tight, not thought at all about the actual thing that I was about to have to do, and it's because c- a Chris was there, kind of going, "Go on in, yeah. You know we're here now. We've, we've got booked, to do it. We've quit our jobs. We're going on the roads. <laughs> so like, Go on in. It. it starts here. Yeah. If if you don't do this, then what we're going to do? Yeah. You know we've got the next month Holy or two. Shit. Like, so it So, literally, I I think potentially if I was on my own, it might not have happened because I c- could have just walked away. Of course. I could have just gone. I'll try another one later. But you and again, I'm late. sure I would have found one that I felt comfortable. It would have worked. Yeah. But it was great that that first run I didn't. I didn't have the option to walk away. Nah. It's the, uh, I always I used to quote at the time, and it's the reason I quit my job and everything. There was a quote, I'm sure I heard it off S- 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 Seinfeld or someone, but it just said, If you've got something to fall back on, then you're going to fall back. True. And at the time, I liked that. It's like I'd quit everything. I was like, it had to be a success. Yeah. I, I had no choice. I was living in my mum's house. Right. I'd quit my job. Had nothing else, <laughs> so it, 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 it had to work. I didn't have an yeah, option. It wasn't. Man. Oh, we'll give it a
1: try and then yeah. forget it. it's like No, it needs to work. There's not. Well, that's like what I do. I've, I'm literally. Yeah. I'm 47. There is no going back now. Yeah. I have to. I have to, to make this work. It's got to work. Yeah. But what, this is with, with your with your stutter as well. Yeah, doesn't come out when you when you're doing no. the lyrics. And that? that's
3: what's quite nice. It's been really weird. I, I was thinking about this literally as I was driving yesterday. It's been weird that my stutter has started to become part of my identity in the last few years. Because it was because so of the podcast, a, yeah. or because of a few charity things I've done with the British Stammering Association who are amazing. But it's a weird one, because I don't like... The example I was thinking, and again, this is all going on in my head, <laughs> is I remember one year on Big Big Brother, yeah. and there was a lad, and he was like... His identity was he's the gay lad, right? And I've never liked that. Not gays, I love gays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But but your
1: identity is one thing. Yeah, that's what defines you. And it's
3: like I know so many amazing gay men and women and all sorts. But that's not what they're defined by. They're that's just part of them. That's That's another part. You're never on there as the straight lad. No. So why would you be on there as the gay lads? It it, it, it never made sense to me. And I was was thinking this is like I don't want to be the stutter lad and it's only in recent years <laughs> I've had a few people and it's always positive doing a tweet saying like yeah and he's, he's done all this even though he's got a stutter and stuff like that and I was like <laughs> fuck off I don't give a yeah, shit yeah, let's, yeah, let's yeah, lash yeah. that's irrelevant I, I, I don't like again it's weird because I never like to shy away from it I think it's important to talk openly about mental health about st- speech impediments all that kind of thing but it's been the first time in this last year or so that yeah. i started to go oh I don't want that to be the thing That's no. that's, the, 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 that, the, that's the defining point and that's what's cool that I had ten years of a music career with yeah. people not knowing I've got well, stuff. I never hid it, no. But just people didn't know because no. it comes and goes, and in the in the s- s- songs it's never there. It's a similar thing. Whereas you were saying about a th- a throwing stones in the, s- the sea or whatever yeah. it's, you've got s- something distracting you. Of I course. think that's if you've got a beat or whatever, yeah, you're fl- you're flowing through. It's when you've not got that that I think. The start I can creep in yeah, more yeah. and stuff like that. So it's, it's, it's a weird one, I guess. It was starting the podcast and doing the XM a radio show that people started to go, "Oh, yeah, I've been listening to you for ten years. I didn't, didn't know I, you had." Well, that's it. A I, had no, I had
1: no yeah. clue. I had no clue until meeting Stu and meeting chris yeah yeah, yeah. meeting all you guys and yeah. then and then getting more in listening to you doing stuff that wasn't musical yeah. and go, holy shit oh yeah. wow okay so it's a new thing and it's yeah. like because screw was this character this you know he's yeah. like this massive l- lyrics guy and he's got a start and you go wow man i remember years ago when i was a kid i saw the. um a program about Jan and Dean. And Jan, I don't know if you ever know about that. They were yeah, like, so. they were sort of like the Beach Boys era, early right. 60s. They were, they were that same sort of surf yeah, pop yeah. stuff, very similar to the Beach Boys. And Jan Berry was in a car crash and it really damaged him. So yeah, he was, yeah. he, so he, had a, he was brain damaged. And so his speech was very yeah. fucked. But then when he'd sing, he'd sing like a bird. And he yeah. didn't even, and so like you say, it's that having something to focus on.
3: It's amazing. I love, yeah. uh, again, the reason I'm always open. Talking about it, As I said it's only been the last y- 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 year or so that it started to annoy me a little bit. Like, <laughs> I don't want that to be the, well, the main know, thing. Funny
1: when you were coming over, I'm like because I make notes in my book, and I'm like I was in my head. I'm, like, I'm not going to bring it up. If you bring <laughs> yeah, it up, yeah, yeah, that's fine. But again,
3: I do find it all fascinating. Like I did a v- video about it online because I had um I had uh, t- a Jess Tom on my podcast, Tourette's Hero, who's a, 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 a a stand-up and an actress who's got Tourette's wow. and it was a really important podcast for me because I was like that's been listened to by 50 or 60,000 people and it's a conversation Incredible, between man. someone with a stutter and someone with Tourette's <laughs> it's like, and it's over an hour it's like that's, that's yeah. I mean it's, it's p- 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 probably it would have been half hour if we didn't have fucked up heads but um, it's kind of it's, it's one of them it's, it felt r- really important but it made me feel a bit bad because she knew so much about it she knew about the neurological sides of things yeah. And I don't know that much about stars, and I don't think anyone does. But I find it fascinating. Um, and the thing I did a, a YouTube video about, because again, I just think it's it bl- it, bl- it blows my mind. Even though it's my mind, it blows yeah. my mind. Um, <laughs> the example I always use is there's a comedian called D- Dylan Moran. Yes, always stutter on his name. I can't say <laughs> D- Dylan Moran without stuttering. And then I got taught a technique by a bassist in a band who had a stutter, of tapping out s- syllables on your leg. And if I do that, I can say, Dylan Moran. Oh yeah, Dylan Moran. If I don't do that, it's yeah. I, I, like I get stuck <laughs> with it. I, I can't help it. And that's mind blowing. Again, it's it's, yeah. it's 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 clear that that is that's a distraction, right? Yeah. It's finding yeah. you're doing something rhythmical or doing something else that is. It's, it's, it's getting you past
1: that bit that That's for some yeah, that, reason that, in your
3: that, brain it st- that staggers that, you. Yeah.
1: yeah, there's a guy called Noel Faulkner Right, he's a comedy. He used to run the comedy caf or owned the comedy caf. Yeah. Sorry, in in East London, and he was one of the first people I ever met in comedy. he's gave my first gigs. I mean, I owe him. I owe him so much. Yeah. But he had Tourette's. But he had the, the twitching one. Right. Yeah. So yeah, he yeah. would. So you'd be talking to him. I'd never met anyone like that before yeah. in my life because any any sort of about. Uh, Tourette's anything I knew about Tourette's was from John's Not Mad yep, documentary. Yep, yep, yep. And then so I met Noel and Noel was doing all this and I was like, holy shit. And then he did a show, he did a show called Shake Rattle and Noel, talking Brilliant. about his life. Brilliant. How he used to be a drug dealer. Like oh, he wow. like properly like bringing it in and out of the yeah. countries. And because no um, one in a million years would think yeah. he'd be the one. He wore Cuban heels as well. So he'd Amazing. be sitting <laughs> just it's, it's proper properly owning it. Kaiser Soze. Yeah, shit, <laughs> yeah exactly. Right? for usual yeah. suspects. <laughs> he's, he's like, yeah, the he's the <laughs> Yeah. Never in a no million years, years yeah, exactly. did I love it. And he, and I remember talking to him one day about it and he just said, that he just had this moment because he was always, he's quite a character, now, and he was all. he's, all, he's always on, and he's always sharp yeah. and he's always, but he's very honest. He hasn't, because of his condition, he hasn't got any time for fucking about. Yeah. And he just said one day, he goes, the only thing people don't realise, he goes, it's exhausting. Because I'm constantly on the move, and it just, just you know, I can't yeah. handle it sometimes. It's one know? of the things I realised in recent
3: years, and it's it's complete b- b- bro science or bro psychology yeah. that I've kind of figured <laughs> out. But I think it's one of the reasons I do enjoy time on my own. Yeah. Because no matter how second nature it's become, or whenever I'm talking, I'm reigning in my stutter. Yeah, I'm controlling right. it yeah. in some way, and no matter how comfortable I am stuttering still there's something going on that's holding it in as best I can and making these right. adaptions and all that coming kind of and when I'm on my own I don't have to be doing that no. and I think that's one of the reasons I, I enjoy my time on my wow. own and relaxing because it's I get to just switch off switch I'm off. not speaking I'm not having I had a, a, a new entertainment system put in my house for, recently, the guy who installed it was like, oh, it's got Alexa on it, and you can do it all via speech. Yeah. I turned it off w- within half an hour, because I was like, <laughs> I don't want to be talking when I'm on my own. This
2: is, I want to relax.
3: I'm fucking arguing with Alexa, because she can't understand my stutter, and I'm like, no, I'll just, I'll just use the remote, mate. It's all good. I don't need to be talking when no
1: one's here. This is my time off from that shit. See, these are the things you don't think about. <laughs> yeah. Don't think about that at all. How did that did that when you did the? was Taboo the first acting job you ever did
3: no I did um, I did I had a mad first two and a half years of acting yeah because I did King Arthur the the guy Richard I was cut out of it but, but I loved it I had a good two months of regularly being on set and being around some of the best actors yeah imaginable so that was an amazing lesson and then off the back of that I got a, sh- a show called The Bastard Executioner which was on FX in America Okay. and that came about because a, a Charlie Hunnam who was in King Arthur yeah. I'd impressed him on set and he was out for dinner with uh with, uh, with Kurt Sutter who wrote Sons of Anarchy and right, The Shield right, and all right. that and he played him some of my music and I was like oh, this, this guy's yeah. alright and Kurt damned me going oh would you like to do some music on my new TV show. And I said, no, I want to be in it. (laughs) I'm I'm acting now, I ain't doing that music thing. And he loved it. And we met up and I had to audition everything still. But I got in that. And then off the back of that, I got in Taboo. Wow. And it was kind of, yeah, it was that weird, in the first two and a half years, I had three films and two TV shows. And then in the last 18 months, I've had about... Fifty auditions and not yeah. not nailed anything, right. and I feel I've learnt as much in these eighteen months yeah. as I did in the first <laughs> two years on yeah, set, man. and it's it's wicked. I love yeah. that shit. I think it's 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 the whole acting thing. Yeah, I find it, it fascinating. It's the first time I've been excited about the future. Yeah, right. In a long time. I've always been a. I don't like thinking about the future because it seems exhausting. Yeah, like, I, I I yeah. Thirty seven, I'm knackered already. I can't imagine another thirty
1: seven years. It's like, oh fuck oh, off dude. I've just spent time with my nan. My nan's been in the hospital. this right. She's ninety. Yeah. And just listen I remember you know, she was always active, she had a car, she was always here there everywhere. Yeah. And just seeing this crumpled little old lady. Mate. And you're just going, Oh shit, that that's inevitable. It's gonna yeah. happen. And uh, so I can't I don't think about the future because yeah. it'll drive me mad and but that's so, what's been
3: good now with acting yeah. because with rap unrealistic I think there's a point of diminishing returns mm.
1: unless you're Jay Z
3: or yeah. one of the huge names do you really want to go and see a 45 year old rapper <laughs> maybe maybe not like, yeah. it's going to it's going to be diminishing <laughs> and particularly as live I really like I always enjoyed that I'm fucking I come out I come off stage drenched in sweat I yes, put on a proper show, proper show I go into it so I'd always kind of there was always that thing hanging over you thinking oh when's the peak yeah and me and Dan Lissac had our third album and it was our most commercially successful our most critically acclaimed and I kind of decided I wanted to call it a day then and we did our last ever gig at Best of and it was like over 10,000 people all knew it was our last gig so all yeah. singing every word and I was like I want to go out on top that's a fucking amazing yeah. way no one or you generally don't get to choose things it might be I'm a bit of a control freak but it's nice to go <laughs>
1: it ends there it ends at a yeah. it ends at a high point but it's so good but to have that control because yeah. most people would milk it it's and go oh that there. was brilliant there's oh, money in, in there as Let's well yeah, there's yeah, money and adoration it's yeah. like
3: nah it's, 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 it's good to be able to walk away from that and acting is the reason like the podcasting is great. I love doing the podcast. It's it's a life changer for me. But we've had
1: some phenomenal guests. Yeah, it's wow. it's
3: been mad. But it's the acting that I sit there thinking, uh, uh, this is where I am artistically or talent wise yeah. in three years. Imagine where I'm going to be in six years or yeah, in mean, ten man, years. Again, I've been lucky that in the first three years I've got to do taboo and stuff like yeah, that, and work yeah. with Stephen Graham and Tom Hardy and these yeah, amazing people man. who have taken me under their wing and things like that. It's like it's mind-blowing bl- bl- people to get to learn from but again imagine three more years and then yeah. imagine three more years after that that suddenly gets exciting because <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, I've quoted it a few times but I saw a documentary called, called Old Man C- Crazy to Paint and I think it's on on iPlayer at the moment I recommend it to right. absolutely anyone it's about um, a Japanese artist called 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 Hokusai and he's the guy who did the big wave the big oh, famous yeah, wave I know, yeah and on that, um, there's a couple of things. Um, Hockney's on there, and he, he, he says that painting is an old man's game, because in th- theory you should always be improving. Right. It's, yeah. it's a oh, skill yeah, that you yeah, can yeah, always yeah, get yeah. get better on. There's not a fit that, uh, other than actual, you know, arthritis or any of these other things. There's not yeah. a point of diminishing returns. And acting feels the same as that. But it's the kind of story of Hokusai is just. Amazing. He was hugely successful, and at like at about sixty, I think it was, he was like one of the biggest artists in the world. And he decided he was sh, sh- shit. He didn't rate any of his work, and he was like, "I've got a lot. I need to improve." And he was like, "By seventy, um, I'm gonna be, or less. I can't remember the exact dates, but, but by sixty-five, I'm gonna be good. By seventy, I'm gonna be great. By." S- 75 I'm going to be a master and by 80 every br- brushstroke will be a work of art. And then he died at, s- at 75. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? And <laughs> it's just just beautiful to be at that point yeah. and already have that success and go, I need to get better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to improve myself. All this is shit. Everyone's telling me it's great but they're just, they are just they don't know. They no. know how much better this yeah, can be. And to be yeah. striving for that still so, and the beauty of never reaching it. I find that genuinely yeah, beautiful. Yeah. It could be sad. I think it's beautiful. That I meant... He went out still reaching, yeah, still climbing, not mate. not out just chilling. Going, yeah. I've done it, it's cool, <laughs> and that's what excites me about acting. It feels like I'm so far off what I think I could be there, yeah. And the the journey just seems fucking exciting. Well, oh, mate, it was so
1: good seeing you pop up in Taboo. Mate, I think so I even I think I even tweeted you. I to, <laughs> I was like, mate, yeah. is there anything else? Because because yeah. I it was I don't watch a lot of television. I watch bits and bobs, yeah, and then. um and then it, it, it just because I love Tom Hardy, so of course we were like, well, this looks interesting. And we, Jade and I, got really into it, and we were like, well, let's, right, let's get in. An and then well, I remember sitting, there going, that's fucking Scooby's pit. <laughs> yeah. She's like, what? Well, that's fucking Scooby's pit. I'm fucking telling you now. Yeah. And then I am showing her, and then that mate to so see you popping up in that. And the amount I had to to,
3: to 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 bite my tongue on it as well, because again, the first thing you assume is going to be just a little cameo. Yeah and I know the character grows there's more and more I know I'm in the next series it's yeah, like it's yeah, a proper yeah. thing I'm taking this seriously but whenever you're new to an industry and you've got a profile anywhere else yeah. people are going to assume it's a little cameo and I was always like <laughs> people would be tweeting lovely stuff at any time it was like I loved your cameo it'd be a little bit like it's not a fucking cameo yeah, mate yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that's not nice. it's not a cameo I'm, I'm, a, I'm a returning character um, uh, you
1: know uh, builds,
3: I kill that person and this it, happens it's
1: it. like come on but, but, but yeah I like, love I, did me, I didn't I didn't see it as a cameo I just because yeah. I I haven't heard about you in yeah. you know, putting out I did I, I remember seeing you and I think you must have been doing I think I've heard you on another podcast I think you were doing a spoken word thing yeah. in Edinburgh yeah 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 and I remember walking past you and I'm like, oh, I just keep it. Oh, And we sort of like looked at each other yeah, and like carried yeah. on because it was like, interesting, dude. And then nice. we carried on. So, yeah, I've always been aware of you. Yeah. I didn't know what you were doing. And yeah. seeing you in taboo is like, ah, oh, here we go. It's one of the great things about, or
3: one of the weird, it can be a damaging thing about social media. is, I remember talking to Kate Nash about this because she kind of had a bit of a, a rough t- t- time because just right, as yeah. she was smashing it in. She was about to be in Glow. She's doing all this yeah. amazing stuff. There was some shit article that was, remember these 90s or naughty oh, stars. And yeah. she was in there. Ah, and it's like, course. But it makes you realise that, an example I always give is someone like Ed Sheeran, who again, I, he, he came to my gigs back in the day. He's a lovely yeah. l- a lad, but he's huge. So say he's got f- 50 million followers on Face, on yeah. Instagram, or Twitter, or whatever it is, it's loads, but that means there's, like, three, four, five, six billion people who aren't his followers, <laughs> so no matter how big yeah. you are, there's always these people who aren't going to be aware, so you kind of, it's a good one to, to, to try as an example, because again, because of their shout going where it went, yeah. a lot of people only know that, so I'll, right, I'll right. do something for a TV show or something like that, and there'll be people like fucking hell is he, is he still about <laughs> he's still doing stuff I remember that It's like mate that wasn't even the most successful no, period no. Right? but but again it's, it's being able to step away from that and remember that yeah you're the lead in your life Just you're smart. not the lead in anyone else's life everyone no. else is the lead in their lives and that's what quite rightfully the, they've got to focus on the, they shouldn't be aware of what I'm doing well, ah. they're, they're, they've certainly not got a responsibility yeah. to be aware of, of, of what I'm doing they could be Follow me on Facebook because of algorithms they <laughs> haven't seen a post of mine in five years so they're not gonna know I've got a podcast and you know no. all these these different things and and that's that's fine you can't get protective
1: or defensive no. over that
3: it's again it's easier said than done but of course yeah
1: well jade gets that because jade's you know jade's profile is going up and up yeah and, and it's it's so it's interesting to see someone Moving up the ladder, because you always see people up the ladder, yeah. I've never seen it from behind the scenes before. Yeah, the, yeah, the before. Climb. it's fucking interesting, man. And then, and then now and again, there'll be a list, some they'll put a list out top, top 10, top 20 female comics, or there'll be something, and then Jay's not on it. And then for a moment, she's like, For fuck's sake, what's the point? I'm working really hard, go, yeah, yeah, yeah. You go, yeah, that's it, you are, don't worry about it, you're working really hard. and you're still getting, you'll get the work, people want to work with you and that's, focus on that.
3: It's one of the things I like about the acting world is because there's not an immediate payoff, it makes you stop relying on that immediate recognition. Of course, So The fact is, Jade has done good omens, Yes. I reckon that's going to be one of the biggest shows in recent yeah, years. Yeah, it's huge. But she did it ages ago. I know. <laughs> so it's now, you're slightly detached from it. Yeah. So when it comes out, it's a different thing. Whereas with, like I had it with live, if I release a song, you've got an instant recognition. Or if you do a gig, you've got yeah. an instant recognition. If you, you don't get that recognition, it hurts. Yes. But with acting, because it takes, your bit is done, and then everyone else has to work for months yeah. and months to do the rest of it you become that bit more detached from it and I think that's a positive thing for again for mental health as an artist because you're not chasing that instant no. pat on the back for it because you can't, you can't have it because it's not there you can't have it yeah. it's not there no one knows about it often you can't talk about it that's what I love as well oh, yeah. you can't even be posting going I'm on set with Tom Hardy. <laughs> How mental is this? By the time people know about it, you're like, oh yeah, yeah I remember that. That was that was a year ago. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm, I'm doing this now.
1: We <laughs> need to edit that, that out. Actually, <laughs> no, no, no. you're on se- a <laughs> exactly second
3: yeah, bit. Yeah, no, it's, it's fucking. I, I love stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. and there is, it 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 stops that thing that we've m- made in society now through socials. It feels like I'm just hating on socials all the time. But My. we've made this whole thing of instant gratification. Yeah. Here's a picture of me looking hot. I like it immediately. That's it, yeah. he's he he a, a, a funny thing that I've said. Give me credit for it yeah. immediately. It's like, no, that's not what it needs to be. No. You know, if you look hot, then hopefully you've you've worked at that, you've been being healthy, yeah. you've been exercising, <laughs> you're doing whatever you need to do. That should be a, a sustained and long time thing. Yeah, if yeah, you're not, yeah. then that's fine as well. But you know what I mean? Yeah. It shouldn't be this, I need this instant recognition. <laughs> now, now, now. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, but it's, it's that, it, Yeah but like you said about um, that m- striving like being as an actor like you're saying about being an artist and yeah. being an actor and always, you can always be better yeah. the same with what I do comedy it's, you, I'll come off I'll have a smashing gig but I'll still be me my way going oh, right that that could yeah. be better that could be in a different place oh, I've got to stop doing that material there I hate that material now it's all you, it's, it's never going to be finished yeah. like albums they've always said yeah. that, like they're never finished yeah. they're just and speaking um, about the climb
3: yeah. as well I think the the margin of improvement is always greater on the climb. I think it's when comedians, musicians, whoever, get successful that there's they have to then have it in them to keep improving. Yeah. Because there's an easy option to just get comfortable. Exactly, which which we've seen, yeah. I'll I'll relax now. I'm really
1: big, I'm really successful, and you don't keep improving. Which we've seen a million times. yeah. But I think that's the same with just life. It's not just... People like ourselves doing lucky enough to do what we're doing, but in life there seems to people are always they seem to think it's a it's a journey with an ending. You know? yeah. it isn't. I mean, yeah, yeah, there is an ending, and it's not very nice. But yeah, yeah, yeah. The the, the, the life is just it's just you you will, you, will, you will, you're always going to be learning, you're always going to be moving forward. You are just doing improving, Just yeah, improving
3: in any way, and that's the yeah. thing that again is damaging with the, the media. And that is we seem to discredit the thousands of different ways you could be improving. You could be getting becoming a better and better butcher every day. Yeah. And that is worth easily as much as becoming a better and better singer or better and better comedian or better yeah. and better actor or whatever else. You could I mean even more so, you could becoming a better doctor or a better you know, yeah, any of these yeah, anything, things. It's like yeah. everything any improvement I was really lucky when I was growing up that my parents despite most of the people in my school, the goal was to go and work in London, earn good money. You work in the city, you earn money. They were always kind of said to me, look, just as long as you're happy, then that's cool. If you're working in a corner shop, as long as you're happy and you're working hard at it, and you're like the best at that corner shop. That was the
1: same with my parents, yeah. Then
3: then that's fine, boss. And that's really important, because again, I think, I don't mind a reality show every now and then and stuff like (laughs) that, but it makes
1: it that this is
3: the most being able to sing is the most important yeah. thing in the world. Is like, yeah. It's not. No. It's nice. It's an, another thing that's lovely, but that's right. it's not more important than, again, being... I was really good when I worked in HMV. I was really good when I worked in the kitchens of Pizza Hut. I was brilliant in there. <laughs> I was fucking gr- great in Pizza Hut. And that's a good thing. Yeah. It's good to take pride in there. Any job is more enjoyable. Enjoy- this sounds so simple and stupid, but any job is more enjoyable if you work hard at it. That's right. Because then it's not boring
1: and you're not oh, just coasting. The amount of jobs I had when I'd be someone that had been there twenty years and and they were and you know first day there and yeah. like they say our oh, new broom sweep clean yeah and yeah, all yeah. That. But, yeah and I would just get stuck in and like no, no no we don't do that here yeah he'd just be bored yeah I'd just be stood there bored like, like, I have just to get be stuck here. in yeah, yeah there was
3: always my argument in, in in retail which is where I met um. Seventy six. Yeah, right. So me and him worked in H yeah. and and then when he moved to H uh, and when he was leaving, I moved in there and took over yeah. uh, one of the the team leader spots. And things like, that. and his outlook was exactly exa- exactly the same. He was like, look, we have to be here for for these hours. Yeah, they go a lot quicker if you get loads done. If you get and work stuff really done, and it's more enjoyable because yeah. you you're getting achievement. If you don't you're clock watching and you're going oh fucking hell I'm just working in retail this is, shit. Yeah, exactly is This is what that. I want to do in my yeah. life it's like think about all that uh, when you're not there and plan the things you want yes. to do and make action and changes but if you've got a beer you may as well just get your job done man. and do a good job of it I generally I think yeah it makes it all more enjoyable half my mates who I met through I work in retail all hated it and have terrible yeah. memories of it all my memories of it are great because I met some of my, <laughs> my best mates and I, I ran that
1: DVD section
3: like no, one, like no one before. And it's like, things like
1: that, it's, like, it's enjoyable. It's, yeah, yeah, man, that's it, you've got to make the most of it. It just, it's, it's like, a lot of people, you see, like, I, I'm guilty of this, every week I go, right, I'm going to go for a run tomorrow, yeah. right, I'm going to join the gym tomorrow, yeah. and then I never do, and then I yeah, feel yeah, bad, yeah. and then, uh, you know, I'm lucky I've got wonderful people around that, that keep you up, keep you yeah. busy, and you. And I'm focusing on my work, And but there are other people that they seem to think, that they're failing if they don't if they're not if they're not living these lives that they see online it's the balance of all of it yeah. like i
3: i i'm lucky i was talking to to ed, ed scron about this a little while ago yeah. he's another guy that i met through the podcast and just top lad he seems like, like he's a dude. really yeah. nice lad just got his head screwed on i'm a, f- f- a fan of his work but just even more a fan of him as a person yeah. and and we were just saying this is going to sound like the, the wankiest conversation <laughs> ever but we were genuinely discussing how how lucky we are that we've found a fitness thing that we enjoy yeah. and look look f- forward to because it is. It, it, I remember I wasn't a sporty kid at all, no. and all of that was just a nightmare. And and CrossFit, I don't talk about it much because CrossFitters are the vegans of the fitness world, where <laughs> you talk about it more than you do it. Um, yeah. And again, I'm both are great. I love vegans, <laughs> I love CrossFit, but I just don't need to shout about it constantly. But um, and as it, I, I found that a mate of mine's a trainer and. changed my life I look forward to it and I'll have periods where I'm not up for it I've just had a a couple of months where I've been making excuses I've been busy with the magazine and all sorts of other stuff but this this last a couple of weeks I've got back into it and it's been a joy it's been a joy to be exercising and to to feel positive and again like arrogantly to feel I look better it's such a simple thing but it's the extremes either way it pisses me off when people are preachy about it like everyone needs to get in shape and fix. it's like that doesn't have to be the goal for everyone no if you're happy happier not even simply happy if you're simply happier not yeah. doing that don't fucking do it <laughs> it's your life and you should be enjoy that happiness and yeah. yeah
1: I had a personal trainer yeah I had a personal trainer two years ago I used to go to the gym I was, I was my wife and I my ex-wife and I were struggling it wasn't going very well and neither of us was sort of doing anything about it and I was I was, I didn't realise how deep rooted a lot of my problems were yeah so you know so I, was, I used to go to the gym and I was I, just being in the gym in my head I go well I've been to the gym even though it was pointless me being there I was doing yeah. nothing Yeah. It was like yeah, two yeah. minutes on the cross trainer yeah, and yeah, fuck off yeah, yeah. and there was a guy there and he was he looked he had he was as big as Dolph Lundgren but he looked like Steve McQueen Amazing. And he looked. And he, I looked. I was like, he, this fucking Russian dude, right? And he just walk in. And because when you see someone every day, you say hello to him, did not yeah, you? Know? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. He, he never used to say hello back. you just glare at me, and I sort of shit my pants. So anyway, I'm in the gym one day, and I'm fucking about. And he came striding up, and he went. He goes, "What are you trying to do?". I went, I'm trying to lose weight. I'm on the cross train. He's like, "Stop! Stop! 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 Stop!" I'm like, "All right, so it's fucking like trying to slow it down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 trying to be really cool. Yeah, Yeah." He went. He went. What are you doing? I went. I want to lose weight. I went. What do you think I should do? Should I do more of this? Or that? he went. He goes. Do none at all. No point you being here. He goes. Your diet is shit. Start from that. Yeah. He said I'll help you. He said. I'll, he goes. I charge you thirty quid a session. He goes. But I will help you. Yeah. And he did. He didn't even didn't teach me just about losing weight and getting fitter. He told me about organisation. Yeah. Because he was like, right, these are the things you need to bring with you. This is your book. You need yeah. this book with you, and I need this book every time you come to the gym. If you don't come with this book, you know, I can't teach you because I can't see what we've been doing. And it, it was amazing. Like I turned yeah. up one day in one shoe, yeah. and I let He goes, no, can't do it. And I was like, fuck, you know. And it taught yeah. me. it taught me about yeah other I things. Like, yeah, he yeah, was completely. brilliant. Man. I
3: genuinely like. <laughs> I know that the times I struggle the most with my mental health is when I'm taking a break from yeah. exercise. Um, and yeah, it is. It, it's finding the right mindsets yeah, and the right thing. For, for, for me, the best thing I had with CrossFit was just stopping making it an option. Just I had yeah. to do it. Yeah. Rather than oh, I've got time for that today, I was like, yeah, well, yeah. I've got to do it. Well, that was it. Because so I, I just, had, yeah. just, just get it done. Don't make it. and that and that translates to so many things in life. Yeah. You can put things off. We're, it sounds so simple and stupid. If you go, no, I can't. I've got to do that.
1: Yeah.
3: Go for then, a walk. Then you'll do it. Again, everyone will know... Like Again, the example I always gave was... It's weird, because anyone in our industries... Because we're self-employed and we're yeah. artists and whatever else. It's mad because we're doing our dream jobs. And yet we'll take a day off. <laughs> it's like, how many times did you just not turn up when you worked in h and V and hated it? Or when you worked... No, you were always on time, always sit, did it. Yeah. And was a job you hated... So surely you can have the same discipline right. in a job you love, yeah. and it's it's finding those mindsets and finding that, yeah, those things to just trick your mind
1: or yeah to yeah. turn it round to go and no yeah. you've got to do that. And even if you don't need to join a gym, if even like do the washing up, because yeah. you, you, you keep walking out to your kitchen, you see a big pile of dirty washing up, yeah, and you, that subconsciously will fuck with your head. Yeah, do the washing up. They say I know people take a the piss, go do the washing up, make your bed. Yeah, like put your do the washing and put your clothes away. Yeah, but just and if you do those little things, after a while, you'll re- you'll you'll go oh fuck yeah this is what I do now and it just I've becomes got, a thing and I've, I've got a really
3: good episode coming out of my podcast and it's out in a few weeks. I don't know when this is, is coming out, but it's out in a few weeks and it's, it's with a guy called Tim Clare. Right, and he's not the biggest name I've ever had on, but he used to be on the Spoken Word scene with me. and He's an author, and he's kind of put together this program for for productivity yeah for getting over pr- pr- procrastination and we talk a lot about it we talk about m- m- mental health it's a really good episode yeah but, but one of the simplest things he has in his, his, his system is simply oh, what's next right oh, what do I have to do next yeah rather than what do I have to do today and it's like literally to the point of I, I open my laptop right. yeah okay yeah. I, I've opened my laptop right I open okay. word okay I've opened word now write a couple of paragraphs alright I've written a couple of paragraphs and things like just breaking oh, wow, it all down to each yeah. and it's so similar with I need to do the washing up alright I've done that and yeah. it's subconsciously it's making you know that you are achieving and you can achieve Yes, it's going I've done the washing up I've done that well it's only midday I can, can probably get some writing done or yeah, right, yeah. I can do this or do that and, and, and literally he was saying and I've I've started using it it's mind blowing because tasks any task can be really daunting if you look at the whole task. Whereas yes. if you do break it down that's to it. what's next, get my laptop out of my bag. Yeah. Right, that's there. And what's it? Yeah. open it. Right, that's there. I can I can do that. I know I can do that bit. <laughs> c- c- can I write a novel? 100% not. Can I open my laptop? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can I open Word? Yeah. Can I write a paragraph? Yeah. yeah, probably. Can I write another one? I'll give it a go. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's making it these, yeah. these bite-sized and usable things and... I loved it. I've i never heard it so broken down. As that, that is beautiful. And the, the yeah. really breaking it down, has said, it gives you loads of things to tick yeah. off. It's like, just, <laughs> just, soon, those just get started. dressed. Yeah, that's that's genuinely one of the things, particularly for self-employed people. Well, well, yeah, get dressed. All right, I've done that. I, I have a sh- have a shower. Yeah, I've had a shower. It, all these things. It's. It's a really good way to think, and as I said that podcast. If it's out or when it's out, I recommend anyone have yeah, listen to it. Yeah, well up for that. I love them ones where it's not necessarily a huge name, but man, it's a potentially life changing yeah. conversation. It's, it's so someone who's figured it out, yeah. someone who's got it, and you sit there going, "Shit, <laughs> you've got it, you've figured it out.
1: This is right." Well, like you say, because we look at the whole problem rather yeah. than cutting it down. Like little things. Some I, I realized this before. If I've got to be a, I hate I hate talking on the phone. Yeah, I just I'd rather meet you. Yeah, and then I, that's why I love texting. I love messages and things like yeah, that because it's just easy. I hate I can't I don't know why what that is, but if I've got to have a phone call, I'll get up, I will have a shower, I will get dressed, Yeah. and then I have the phone yeah, call because yeah, yeah. I don't I just feel yeah I don't want to be doing it in my underwear. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know yeah, just standing yeah, there naked. Yeah. Just I'd be professional. <laughs>
3: yeah, I completely Funny, agree, and I yeah I love stuff like that. It's it's, it's finding it's it's finding the cheats and hacks that work for you. Yeah. What makes you comfortable with something? And then, yeah, Perfect, go man. in. That's it. I love this it. This has
1: been amazing. It's been a lovely thank chat. You thank, thank you so very much. much. Man. It's been a pleasure. What's next for you? What are you doing next?
3: Um, I've got tons of podcasts. Yeah. That I, again, it, it really excites me. And it's. I say on the podcast a lot that I get more out of it than any of my listeners, but I really yeah. do. Again, I am someone who if I didn't have the podcast, I'd have a a lot less conversations. Yeah. And as we've said, conversations are like this. You might not have with your mates all the time, but it's the fact that we sit down and we've got a reason. That's right. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It means you get to have that. So so yeah, I've got that and a few, I'm working on a few scripts. I've got a few potential
1: acting things coming up. So yeah, all just continuing on.
2: Nice. Insane in the membrane.
1: So there we are. The mighty Scrubius Pip. What a man. He's a podcasting legend himself, creator and host of Distraction Pieces. He's got some, he's had some fantastic guests. And and his music as well is is second to none. So get your ears around that. It's all over those angles is one of my favorite albums. And I think you get onto it and you'll love it yourself. Next time I talk to Sam Pamphilon from TV show, Go 8-Bit. I got
2: completely socially phobic about six years ago, right? I thought all my friends hated me. Yeah. Like, I went a bit crazy. Yeah. I spent the entire day having arguments with my wife in my head. Shit. And it's testament to how bad I am at arguing that I would lose. <laughs> <laughs> in your own imagination. In my own imagination. Because I'd be playing her as well. But playing right. her, I was like, oh, I can fucking destroy me. I just couldn't work out, you know. And so, and then so I'd, I'd meet with my friends wow, and I'd be man. thinking, I'm a letdown. It was horrible. Yeah, yeah. And I started getting panic attacks, anxiety attacks, and I was just angry all the time. Like, Ooh. I had rage. Yeah. So I went to the GP, and um, she sort of asked like loads of questions on a scale of one to how do you feel, all that stuff. Uh, and then by the end of the questions, I realised that I'd pushed the chair all the way into the corner of the room, and I had my legs up and I was sweating. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I think you're suffering from severe anxiety and depression. I was like, Oh right, okay. My like shirt's <laughs> <As> wet. <where you're laughs> I'm trying to hide. Practically <laughs> fetal. Do <laughs> yeah. you yeah. think so? I, I'm under a blanket. <laughs> yeah. You, you, yeah. you, you can come out now, Mr Penfold. OK, well, well, is there a problem or not?
1: Yes. <laughs> Big love to Zen on Gaku for the music and Jade Adams for everything in between. Producer the mighty Paul Daniels, who without whom none of this would even make it to your ears. At darkhorsedigital.co.uk and I've been Rich Wilson. Till next time, take care of yourselves. Bye-bye.
0: premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact